do it. This is the market measure for today. I'm ready. Allocating capital in changing markets. Market measures, we do this in uh, with sponsorship from the SIBO. They're one of our exchange partners. We have an exchange relationship with, when I say exchange relationship, it's a marketing relationship. We're doing some educational events this year, um, which we're about to announce. We're doing a webinar series and some live events with the SIBO. Um, and then we're also doing some events with the CME, um, talking about futures options. It's a very popular show we did three, four, and five years ago um, on futures options. Tasty is the third largest futures options firm in the world. Um, and and that, those go behind firms that have like, you know, I don't know, four or five million customers and, and we mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. So it's amazing what we do. It's, I think we're just behind TD and and uh, interactive brokers. So um, anyway. Significantly more accounts, sure. Yeah, they have millions of accounts. We have hundreds of thousands, so it's different. Mm -hmm. um, Allocating capital and changing markets. Let's see what we got here. So in the past, we've spoken about targeting a level of portfolio buying power allocation to short premium strategies that totals between 25 and 50% of a portfolio's net lick. If you've missed it before, the, the graph is on the right. Now remember, this is the, if you were talking about like conservative, moderate, aggressive, this is the super conservative version. Okay, okay. Okay. Just because I, I don't want you to think like we're, you know, we're, we're always, we always try to deliver the most conservative view. That's why we use like spies and things like that, because I think it's, it's helpful. So like, you know, if we were doing this as, for example, if you've ever put together like a, a business profile, like a, like a, um, a business summary or pro forma or something like that, what you would do, or you're trying to state your business case, you would give a conservative view, you'd give a moderate, and then you'd give an aggressive view. And you'd, you know, you'd say like, listen, this is your conservative is your worst case, your aggressive is your best case, and your moderate something, you know, like, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to middle everything, but you got to show it. This sure. is our conservative view. So sure. between 25 and 50% of a portfolio's net lick, and based on the VIX level, which right now is just right around that 20 level, so we'd be right in that you know 30 to 35% range. And this is on you know for a moderate sized portfolio, which is we just call it for argument's sake fifty thousand dollars. You know, okay. if you have a million dollars, it's obviously those numbers are going to be lower. If you have ten thousand dollars, those numbers are going to be higher. Okay. So with the VIX trading around 20, we would target between 30 and 35%. And over time, how often can we expect the VIX to be in each range? And how much capital are we allocating over time? Do you want to take a wild guess oh, over man. time? What is this on a most conservative view? What does the capital allocation come out to, do you think? Because to be fair, we spend most of the time be under 30 so it can't be over 35%. It's got to be obviously yeah, lower two, than that. Yeah, right. right. So if I was to guess this, I'd say, based on this conservative thing, I'd probably say 29 or 30 would be my guess. What do you think? You know what? I, I, I'm going to take over 30 just to play devil's advocate. Okay, fine. But under 35, right? I would think under 35. Well, it has to be under 35 because we spend yeah. most of the time. Yeah. It can't. Between 20 and 30, VIX level, just we're not so there. So Tony and I are market making. I'm going to give him, he said under, he said over 30, under 35. I'm going to give him 32 and a half. I'll take 29 and a half. So our market's 29 and a half, 32 and a half. 
Believe me, if you would have taken over, I would have taken under. I mean, I understand. Know. I just said so. Our two-sided market, because this is what Jim was talking about earlier, is twenty-nine and a half, thirty-two and a half. We do not know the answer. Twenty-nine and a half, thirty-two and a half. That puts mid-price at uh, twenty-nine and a half, thirty-one. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. That's how. That's how theoretical. That's how markets are made. Let's go to the next slide. So we're going to look at VIX prices since 1992. We're going to record the daily VIX prices, and we're going to compute the following. The average distribution of VIX prices for a year and the targeted buying allocation for a year on average, given the average distribution of the VIX. Okay? So remember, our market's 29, 30, 29.5, 32.5, average 31. We'll see how close we are to this. We do have the advantage of knowing that most of the year it's under 35. Sure. Let's go to the next slide. So, <laughs> the right shows how often the VIX traded at certain levels since 1992. Over 43%, 30 to 46%, 20 to 30, 29%, 20, 15 to 20, 28%, and 10 to 15, 33%. So it's actually a little lower than I thought. When we weighted the historical probabilities to the targeted buying power allocation percentages, we find the long-term portfolio allocation to be 31%. <laughs> that's exactly the number we just picked out of the blue. That's that's really funny. That's good market making right that's there. That's good market making. 29, 30, 29 and a half, 32 and a half, mid-price is 31. There you go. That's how you survive in this business. And it will fluctuate depending on how volatility fluctuates. But that's a perfect example of how you kind of get to, you know, everything that we do in this in this crazy business. Mm -hmm. um, if there's anything that surprises me on these historical probabilities, uh, let me think for a second. Is there anything that surprises me here? Um, probably not. I, I, it's been a long time since we've seen 10 to 15 VIX range. Really, we didn't see that at all last year. Even 15 to 20, I don't think we saw last year, but that was a little bit of an anomaly. So let's see. Let's go to the next slide. Notice that the IV range, not IV trades in a, notice the range that IV trades for in a given year has fluctuated a lot. For example, there was one year when vol stayed above 40, 25% of the days, and one year where vol stayed between 10 and 15 for 99% of the days. Was that 2016 or 2017? I forgot which year it was. I think it was uh, 2017. 17, I yeah. think. But I'm Although the average VIX over time is 19, volatility is clustered in tight ranges for a while. So it's amazing that, you know, we've had years where we've basically clustered, you know, between 10 and 15 and between 20 and 30. Mm -hmm. I think 20 and 30 was last year. Yeah, it has to be, I would think. And I think 10 to 15 was 2017. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Um, all right, let's go to the next slide. So because volatility will cluster... Some years we see much higher capital allocation than uh, capital allocation target limits than others. One example of this was 2022. Just 9% of the days in 2022 saw the VIX fall below 20. However, since 1992, 61% of all days traded, uh, the VIX was below 20. Yeah, last year was insane. Um, let's go to the next slide. So some of the takeaways. To get an expectation of portfolio buying power allocation over time, 
Historical IV numbers coupled with our targets resulted in an average allocation of 31% of your portfolio net lick. Now remember, that is the most conservative case, and that is per a $50,000 account. So if you have a hundred, I'm sorry, if you had like, let's say a 500 to a million dollar account, that number would have been conservative case would have been closer to 25%. If that, if you had a $10,000 number account, that number would have been closer to let's say 40 plus 40 to 50%. But if you look at the most conservative case, it's 31%. The average case is probably, you know, 40%. And the most aggressive case is probably 50%. All right, those are averages. However, since volatility tends to cluster in certain ranges, you can expect the current allocation target to vary over time and not change much in the short term. And in 2022, despite the expectation of lower volatility, the VIX traded in the top 30th percentile of values all year. Very strange, but, you know, better for premium sellers. Sure. All sure. right, good stuff. Good, good study. Let's take a quick 90-second break and come back. We got more Tasty Live coming at you uh, after this. Even the S&Ps trading near their lows, down 35. We got Mr. Scott Sharon next. Tasty Works World Headquarters. Oh, joy. The content of this podcast is provided solely by Tasty Trade Inc. and are not the direct views or opinions of any of its affiliate companies. This content is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, a research report, trading or investment advice, or a recommendation that any investment strategy, security, or futures product is suitable for any person. You are responsible for making your own investment decisions in light of your individual investment knowledge, objectives, and financial situation. Applicable supporting documentation for any claims, including claims made on behalf of options programs, comparison, recommendations, statistics, or other technical data will be supplied upon request. Tasty Trade Inc. is not a licensed financial advisor, registered investment advisor, or registered broker-dealer.